two travelers set out for Mount Hermon, the tallest mountain in all of Israel, intent upon climbing as close to heaven as possible. The first traveler planned meticulously. They rose early and walked steadily, fully prepared with food and water for the long journey. On the third day, they passed a man on the side of the road. He had been beaten and robbed. The traveler saw the man but did not want to stop to help him, for the delay caused would ruin the plan and leave the traveler ritually impure, unable to worship God on the holy day as scheduled. You were the second traveler. You left just a few minutes after the first. You saw the injured man and helped him. You led the man to someone with a steed, and you followed on foot as the man was taken to an inn with food and medicine. You stayed in the inn as well, washing your clothes and body, offering a temple sacrifice, and waiting seven days to complete the ritual of purification. You praised God and prayed for healing and safe travels. You returned to the path and walked for five days when you yourself were beset by thieves and robbed. Eventually, someone gave you aid and you were taken to an inn. Your injuries were severe, however, so you spent six months recovering. Once your bones had set, you set out on the journey again. You traveled for two days when soldiers accosted you, mistaking you for a criminal and throwing you in prison. You prayed. You spent five years in prison, and then you took the first job you could get once you were set free, hoping to save money to buy the necessary supplies for the journey to Mount Hermon. You were penniless, but a kind family in the nearest town took you in, and their generosity touched your heart. You lived with them, ate with them, and saved up just enough money to travel again, but the mother of the family fell ill. You gave her all the money you had to visit a physician far away, and you found yourself further away from the mountain than you'd ever been. You found work in this town as your hostess healed and saved up enough money to bring them home again. Again, you worked and saved money. Again, hard times fell upon you or her neighbors. 15 years after you set out for your journey, you finally earned back the money and supplies you needed. Finally, you set out for Mount Hermon. The journey took eight weeks from the town you lived in. Your body was not the same as it had been. It was stronger in some ways, weaker in others. You followed the path as planned and wept as the base of the mountain came into view. It was beautiful. And your gratitude at finally arriving swelled your heart, renewing your energy again. As you climbed the mountain, it began to rain. You knew the weather was dangerous, but you could not face another delay. You kept climbing along the chosen path, praying to God for safety, thanking God for his provision, submitting to his will again and again. After thunder and rain, the holy mountain path was almost complete. There remained only a bridge to the final peak, but you were heartbroken to see that the bridge had crumbled away. 
due to age or visitors or the storm, it had been washed away. Only a thin rope remained. You fell to your knees and prayed to God. Why, Lord, what have I done to deserve such exile? Why would you bring me so far just to witness this? The wind howled and the rain poured, and if God spoke in answer, you heard nothing. You returned to the base of the mountain, more dejected than you had been in prison, more heartbroken than you had ever been when you were beaten, bruised, and bloody, questioning God and doubting in a way you never had. You found an inn and were greeted by a stranger. It's you! My, how how long has it been? You didn't recognize the person at first. Then you did. It was the first traveler who had planned the journey all those years ago. The traveler who left a few minutes before you. Hello, you're, you're, you're still here? How long did it take you to reach the mountain? Oh, I followed the plan and with, without fail, without stopping for nothing, I, I made it here within a couple weeks. The bridge was out, unfortunately, so I couldn't reach the peak. I came to this village to convince the people we should fix the bridge. I got a job here. I'm hoping to convince them to fix it before the next holy festival. I'll finally visit through the proper path then. You swallowed back your initial question. If you haven't convinced them for 15 years, why is this year any different? Proper path? Is there another one? Yes, the first traveler admitted, rubbing the back of their neck. But it's an ugly path, slow and rocky and not well marked. It would get you to the peak, but it would take so long and it really is not what was planned. You smiled and bid your old friend goodbye. You asked the innkeeper for directions to the second path and climbed the mountain again. It was an ugly path. It was slow and rocky and challenging. At times, you had to crawl on hands and feet, but you saw flowers and animals you'd never seen. You watched sunrises and sunsets that made you cry for joy and gratitude. Cry repentance to God that you had ever questioned his love for you. And finally, finally, you reached the peak of the mountain. It was beautiful. The land stretched as far as your eyes could see. There was no fog, no rain, nothing but sunlight and beauty and a soft breeze with a quiet voice. You felt too awake and able and alive to worry it might just be a dream. The voice whispered, A pilgrim's journey is not from point A to point B. Growth and change are not steps on a staircase. They are spirals, ever-growing, ever-expanding, and ever-repeating the lessons of an amateur. Lord, I thank you for all that you are. I thank you for my journey. This is not your final destination, pilgrim. There is another traveler on a pilgrimage of his own, convinced he is in exile. Will you find him and help him see that he too is a pilgrim? Lord, here I am. Send me again.